Welcome to the podcast ministry of Pilgrim Baptist Church. Wherever you're listening from, welcome. We pray that the truth from the Word of God speaks to your heart during today's message. Talk about, you know, the most important part of the gospel that makes it good news is the resurrection. And so we're going to go through a timeline because we need to have three days and three nights. And this idea that Good Friday and then Sunday, somehow we're going to pack three days and three nights and that whole idea, we're going to see this evening that is a absolute fallacy. And I'd like to start off this evening by defining and getting an understanding of how the word day is used and defined in the Bible. You don't have to turn there, but there's two ways it's defined. Number one, it's defined as 12 hours or daylight. In Genesis 1-5, the Bible says, And God called the light day and the darkness night. That'd be 12 hours of light, 12 hours of darkness. In John 11, Jesus answered, Are there not 12 hours in the day? What's he referring to? God calling the light day. Okay, so we understand that. The second way the word day is used is a 24-hour day. In other words, evening and morning combined together. The Bible also references that. At the end of Genesis 1-5, it says, and the evening and the morning were the first day. Then it goes on, and the evening and the morning was the second day, and the evening and the morning was the third day. How's that defining day? Evening and morning, which would be 24 hours as a day. Bible says in Exodus 24 and 6 days, the Lord made heaven and earth, sea, and all that is in them, and rested on the seventh day, wherefore the Lord blessed the Sabbath day and hallowed it, and the evening and the morning were the first day. So we see it as what? A 24 hour literal period of time. So in Matthew chapter 12, when it says, For as Jonas was three days and three nights in the whale's belly, so shall the Son of Man be three days and three nights in the heart of the earth. Now, this is important because that would be 72 hours that we need before Jesus rises from the grave. Everybody understand? We're in agreement on that. Okay. Both definitions of day work here. And both definitions of day have to work here. God called the light day. That's 12 hours. Three days times 12 would be 36. If the darkness is night, well, we got three nights, okay. Three times 12 hours of darkness is 36. 36 and 36 is what? 72. So you get 72 hours out of it from that definition. But we also have many references in the Bible where there is no reference to night. According in reference to uh, the resurrection, I'll read I'll read them to you before as way of introduction. In the book of Matthew, in verse six, uh, chapter sixteen, it says, "Be raised again the third day." Matthew seventeen, the third day he shall be raised again. Matthew twenty, the third day he shall rise again. All of those are references that don't include night. To be seventy-two hour periods or twenty-four hour periods of time. Three times 24 is 
72. That'd be three days. We see the same pattern in Mark. He shall rise again the third day. The third day he shall rise again. We see the same pattern in Luke. We get to the book of John. It says, wilt thou rear it up in three days? Him God raised up the third day in Acts chapter 10. And then in 1 Corinthians 15, it says he rose again the third day according to the scriptures. These are 24-hour literal days. 24 times 3 is 72. We need Jesus Christ to be in the grave. We need him rising up from the grave after 72 hours. That would give us three days and three nights. Amen. We need that. Now, let's take a little shift here because we need to understand Jewish days. A Jewish day runs from sunset to sunset. It's not midnight to midnight. That's how we think of days. When it hits midnight tonight, then it we would consider it Friday. But that's not so in the Jewish day. Their day begins at 6 p.m. Ours begins at 12 midnight. So we need to get this understanding before we get into this timeline. A Hebrew night at 6 p.m., the day starts. That's the Hebrew night. The first hour is 7 p.m. Second hour is 8 p.m. Third hour is 9 p.m. Fourth hour is 10 p.m. Fifth hour is 11 p.m. What's the sixth hour? Midnight, 12 a.m. And so on and so forth. Seventh hour is 1 a.m., eighth hour, 2 a.m., ninth hour, 3 a.m., tenth hour, 4 a.m., eleventh hour, 5 a.m. And then you get to the twelfth hour, which is what time? 6 a.m. And that's the start. Now you've got the day, the Hebrew, that's, that's the day. That was the night at 6 p.m., now the day is at 6 a.m. It's sunset to sunset. And it starts over, naming those hours, 1 through 11, starting at 7 a.m. now instead of 7 p.m. that makes sense? We got that? So midnight, that's the start of our day. But a Jewish day, no, it's at 6 p.m. Then the day starts. So we got that. Christ died for our sins on the Passover day. That's why 1 Corinthians 5 says, for even Christ, our Passover is sacrificed for us. So he died on the day of the Passover. Now, he is our Passover lamb. All Christians understand that and agree with that. Now, in the book of Numbers, you'll have to turn there. I'll just lay down the introduction, the foundation. Numbers 9, it says in the first month, they kept the Passover. Numbers 9 goes on to describe in the 14th day of this month, so the first month, on the 14th day we're talking about, at evening you shall keep it in his appointed season according to all the rites of it, according to all the ceremonies thereof, you shall keep it. And Moses spake unto the children of Israel, they should keep the Passover, and they kept the Passover on the 14th day of the first month. Amen. We got it. What is the first month? Well, Esther 3, 7 tells us what the name of the first month is. In the first month, that is the month of Nisan. 
So we're in the month of Nisan. Now, all of this Jewish stuff, when they talk about days, it's numbering. The first day, the second day, the third day, the, okay? When they, when they name the hour, it's the same thing. First hour, second hour, third hour, fourth hour. Same idea with the months. Same thing. First month, second month, third month. This is how the Jewish thinking or calendar or timeline works. Now, Matthew 26 is our starting point for this evening. That was our introduction to get an understanding to launch us into Matthew 26. Look at verse number 20. The timeline for this is when we are in Matthew 26, we are in the month of Nisan, and it is the 14th day that we are dealing with, which would be a Wednesday. How do you know it's a Wednesday? Well, you'll see. Well, by the time the message is over, you will see that this is a Wednesday that we're dealing with. Look at verse number 20. Now, when the even was come, he sat down with the 12. So that's evening it's it's 6 p.m is the start of wednesday any day 6 p.m it's the start of that day look at verse number 31 then saith jesus unto them all ye shall be offended because of me this night for it is written i will smite the shepherd and sheep the flock shall be scattered abroad it's nighttime Okay, the start of Wednesday, it's nighttime. Look at verse number 47. We'll read some verses here. And while he yet spake, lo, Judas, one of the twelve, came, and with him a great multitude with swords and staves and the chief priests and elders of the people. Now he that betrayed him gave them a sign, saying, Whomsoever I shall kiss, the same as he, hold him fast. And forthwith he came to Jesus and said, Hail, Master, and kissed him. What day did Judas betray Jesus? Wednesday. The 14th day. This is all the same day, Wednesday. Go down to verse number 55. And in that same hour, Said Jesus to the multitude, are you come out against a thief with swords and staves? Take me. I sat daily with you in the temple. He laid no hold on me. So it's the same hour. This has happened. Look at verse 58. Watch what else happened. Peter followed him afar off. Judas denies him on Wednesday. That same hour, Peter follows him. And now let's watch what happens. Go down to verse number 69. Now Peter sat without in the palace, and a damsel came unto him, saying, Thou also wast with Jesus of Galilee. But he denied before them all, saying, I know not what thou sayest. And he was gone out in the porch, and other maid Solomon said unto them that were there, This fellow was also with Jesus of Nazareth. And again, he denied with an oath, I do not know the man. And after a while came unto him, they that stood by and said to Peter, surely thou also art one of them, for thy speech bereath thee. Then began he to curse and to swear, saying, I know not the man. And immediately 
the cock crew. And Peter remembered the word of Jesus, which said unto him, before the cock crow, thou shalt deny me thrice. What happened on that same day? Judas betrays him and Peter does what? Denies him. This is all happening on the 14th of Nisan, which would be a Wednesday. You might have to turn your page. If you don't, go to Matthew 27. It says, when the morning was come. If the day starts at 6 p.m., Wednesday starts at 6 p.m. When you flip over to Matthew 27 and you read when the morning was come, it's not the next day. What time is it? It's 6 a.m. If the day starts at 6 p.m., the morning starts at 6 a.m. 6 p.m. Hebrew night, 6 a.m. Hebrew morning. So that's what you have here. You have a timeline of about 6 a.m. It's still Wednesday. The day starts at 6 p.m. At 6 a.m., now you've got the day starting, night and then day in the Hebrew calendar. Look at verse 35, Matthew 27. They gave him vinegar to drink, mingled with gall, and when he had tasted thereof, he would not drink, and they crucified him. Well, what time did they crucify him? We're going to find out in Mark when we get there. Look at verse number 45 of this chapter. Now, from the sixth hour, there was darkness all over all the land unto the ninth hour. You have a three-hour period of darkness. Sixth to the ninth hour. That is 12 noon to 3 p.m. Okay, in Matthew 27, when it starts, when the morning was come, well, the morning, that's at 6 a.m. And then the first hour, 7 a.m., second hour, 8 a.m., third hour, 9 a.m. And it continues to go on until you get to the sixth hour, which would be noontime. So from the sixth hour to the ninth hour, from 12 noon to 3 p.m., you have darkness. Look at verse number 46. And about the ninth hour, Jesus cried with a loud voice, saying, Eli, Eli, lama sabachthani, that is to say, my God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? That's when Jesus died. What hour was that? The ninth hour. What time was that? 3 p.m. What day are we still on? Wednesday. We are still on Wednesday. For even Christ, our Passover, his sacrifice for us. He had to die on Wednesday, Nisan 14, the day of the Passover. Look at verse number 57. Okay, watch. When the even was come, better hurry, the evening's coming. Uh, there came a rich man of Arimathea named Joseph who also himself was Jesus' disciple. So look, there's a timeline here. Because if it's 3 p.m., how many hours do we have left 
until the next literal 24-hour day. We've got three hours left. Jesus died at 3 p.m. The Jewish day starts at what time? 6 p.m. We've got a three-hour window where Jesus has to be put into the grave before Wednesday ends, which is the Passover. Look at verse 62. Uh, they, they, they get Jesus in the grave, right, in verse number 60, and laid it in his own new tomb, which had hewn out of the rock, rolled a great stone in the door and sepulchre, and they departed. Okay, so they, he's in the tomb. Look at verse 62. Now the next what? Day. Now, what day are we on? Thursday. That would be Nisan 15, the 15th day of Nisan. The 14th day was the Passover. That was one day. In the Old Testament, they, it, it, Angel Pat, it was one night, one day they passed over. But following that, the day of the 15th started a uh, a continual feast of unleavened bread. It's, it, it was it was seven days after that. But that Passover, that day, was one day. So we do not have a new day until we get to verse number 62 in Matthew 27. Whew, we did it. Good. Okay, well, I still don't get it. All right, we'll go to the book of Mark. Put your focus caps on as we're going to be thinking, we've got a lot of Bible to go through tonight. Go to Mark 14. We'll start our Wednesday over because we need to get this. The resurrection is the most important thing about the gospel. No resurrection, no good news. Three days and three nights is extremely important. Mark 14, look at verse 17. Bible says, in the evening he cometh with the twelve. When does the day start? At 6 p.m. I really should say, because it's tonight, it's the Hebrew night, 6 p.m. When in the evening he cometh with the twelve. So to clarify that, I should be saying it that way. The Hebrew night, 6 p.m. Look at verse 27. And Jesus saith unto them, all ye shall be offended because of me this, what? Night. It's the Hebrew night this is happening. It started at 6 p.m. on Wednesday. Now watch, verse 41. And he cometh the third time and saith unto them, Sleep on now and take your rest. It is enough. The hour is come. Behold, the Son of Man is betrayed under the hands of sinners. Rise up, let us go. Lo, he that betrayeth me is at hand. Look at verse 45. And as soon as he was come, he goeth straightway to him and saith, Master, Master, and kissed him. What do you got? Judas, same, same account in Mark. It all lines up. Judas betrays him on what day? Wednesday. Look at verse 54. Same thing. And Peter followed him afar off. Judas betrays him on Wednesday. Peter follows the Lord. And now look at verse number 66. 
And as Peter was beneath in the palace, there cometh one of the maids of the high priest. And guess what happens? Look at verse 72. Before the cock crow twice, thou shalt deny me thrice. And that's exactly what happened. Same idea. All this is on Wednesday. Same thing in Mark account. Judas betrays him. Peter follows him. And Peter does what? Denies him. This is all happening on what day? Wednesday. Very good. Look at, um, look at Mark 15. Look at verse 24. Bible says that when they had crucified him, they parted his garments, casting lots upon them, what every man should take. Well, when did they crucify him? Verse 25. And it was the third hour, and they crucified him. Now that third hour, when Jesus was crucified, If it's it's 9 a.m., the third hour is 9 a.m. Uh, because look at look at verse 33. And when the sixth hour was come, there was darkness over the whole land until the ninth hour. The third hour is he's crucified. The sixth hour, there's darkness. So three, four, five, six. Third hour, 9 a.m. 10, 11, 12, noon to 3 p.m. is dark. You got it? The third hour is crucified. That's 9 a.m. The sixth to the ninth hour is darkness. Well, the third hour he's crucified, four, five, six. If he was crucified at nine, 10, 11, 12 noon till 3 p.m. would be the sixth to the ninth hour. We got all that in our minds? This is important. I know it's media, I know it's heavy stuff, but it's important that we get this. Mark 15. Look at verse 34. And at the ninth hour, Jesus cried with a loud voice, saying, Eli, Eli, lama sabachthani, which is being interpreted, my God, my God, why hast thou forsaken? And Christ dies. He gave up the ghost on the ninth hour. And Jesus cried with a loud voice, 37. And gave up the ghost. He dies at 3 p.m. For even Christ, our pastor, is sacrificed for us. What's the same issue that we have, we addressed in that, that we have now in that? Wednesday is the Passover. The next day is a, is a Sabbath day. It's the start of a Sabbath where it's that days of unleavened bread. So they have now, if Jesus died at 3 p.m., we still have three hours where he has to be put into the grave. Mark accounts for this the exact same way. 
Look at verse number 42. And now when the evening was come, because it was the preparation, that is the day before the what? Sabbath. They've got to get Jesus Christ into the tomb. Because at 6 p.m. is the start of the next day. It's going to be Nisan 15. You're going to have the start of the days of unleavened bread. If I see that in Mark, go over to Luke. We'll go a little quicker. Go to Luke 22. I think you have. I think I've got it. Luke 22. And you're going to have to go back. We did a message last year, uh, Acts 12 and Easter. And we went through all the days of unleavened bread, Passover, Easter, and we fit all that together. We can't go back and do all that. So I can't do a deep dive on this verse, but it says, Now the Feast of Unleavened Bread drew nigh, which is called the Passover. That's verse number one. Look at verse 47 and 48. Now look at verse 48. Judas betrayest thou the Son of Man with a kiss. Same account that we have in Matthew and Mark and Luke. Judas betrays Jesus. Guess what's going to happen? Look at verse 54, the end of the verse. And Peter followed afar off. You've got the same thing happening in the account of Luke. Judas betrays him. Peter followed him. And guess what Peter does? Look at verse 62. Uh, verse 61 at the end. For the cock crow, thou shalt deny me thrice. And Peter went out and wept. Bitter. Peter not only followed him, but we have the same account. Peter denies him. Look at verse 66. And as soon as it was day, the elder, it doesn't say the next day. As soon as it was day, because the Hebrew night starts at 6, the Hebrew day starts at uh, the Hebrew night 6 p.m., the Hebrew day 6 a.m. And as soon as it was day, the elders, the people, and chief priests, and the scribes came together and led him under their counsel. When you look at verse number 66 in Luke 22, the 12th hour is 6 a.m. In other words, the sun is up, okay? We've got daylight. And that's what we're dealing with. Look at verse 44. Uh, Luke 23. And it was about the sixth hour, and there was darkness. Over all the earth until the ninth. Now we've been over this twice already. The sixth to the ninth hour is what time to what time? 12 noon to 3 p.m. Same thing shown here. Verse 46 And when Jesus had cried with a loud voice, he said, Father, into thy hands I commend my spirit. Having said thus, he gave up the ghost. And we know Matthew and Mark tells us, we already looked, that was at 3 p.m., the ninth hour. Sixth hour to the ninth hour, there was darkness. Ninth hour, Christ gives up the ghost. Look at verse 54, uh, 53. And he took it down and wrapped it in linen and laid it in sepulchral that was shewn in, in stone, wherein never man before was laid. And that day was the preparation. And the Sabbath drew on. Again, his body is placed in the tomb before what time? Before 6 p.m. Because that would be the start of the next day. They had to get it done before 
sunset. Notice that day of preparation. Okay, they're preparing. Go to the book of John. Look at John 18. John 18, verse number two. Judas then, it goes through. Judas is going to betray him. Look at John 18. Look at verse number 15. And Simon Peter followed Jesus. Judas betrays him. Simon Peter follows him. Look at verse 17 at the end. Peter says, I am not. Look at verse 25 at the end. And Simon Peter stood and he says at the end of verse 25, I am not. Look at verse number 27. Peter then denied again and immediately the cock crew. This is all on Wednesday. Judas betrays him. Peter follows him. Peter denies him. Look at John 19. Look at verse 14. We'll start at John 19. Look at verse number 14. And it was the preparation of the Passover. Okay, just another way of describing the 14th, this Wednesday, the preparation day of the Passover. And about the sixth hour, he saith unto the Jews, behold, your king. They cried out, away with him, away with him, crucify him. Pilate saith unto him, shall I crucify your king? Verse 17, he bearing his cross went forth into a place called the of uh, a skull, which is called in Hebrew, oh God. 6 a.m., Jesus was condemned by the Jews. He gets it, and he gets led away. Same account we see in John, all the same, 12 noon to 3 p.m., we've got, we've got dark. There's Paul's there. That's a lot. That's a lot. I want to show you. I know it's heavy material. I want to show you Matthew and Mark and Luke and in John. All of this is happening on Wednesday, Nisan 14. It's the day of the Passover. Christ is our Passover lamb. He died on He was buried before 6 p.m. Right before 6 p.m. What time exactly? I don't know, but I know it happened. It had to have happened before the clock hit 6 p.m. What's the next day? Thursday. Thursday would be Nissan 15. You don't have to turn here. I'll read this to you in Leviticus 23. It says, In the 14th day of the first month, at even is the Lord's Passover. We dealt with that. Now Leviticus goes on to say, and on the 15th day of the same month is the feast of unleavened bread. That happens on Thursday. It says seven days you must eat unleavened bread. And the first day you shall have a holy convocation. You shall do no servile work therein. Therein. Because that feast of unleavened bread started on the 15th, they couldn't do any servile work. They had to have gotten Christ in the tomb because Jews aren't working on the 15th. 
They had to get it done. So Christ died and was buried on Wednesday before 6 p.m. hit, which would be the start of Thursday. John 19, we, we, if we haven't read, it says the Sabbath day was an high day. So they had to get it done before that 15th started. Okay, There's many Sabbaths in the Bible. We're talking about now this 15th, this start of this Feast of Unleavened, uh, unleavened Bread. Uh, go to Matthew 27. What happened on Thursday? Let's see, Matthew 27. We know what happened on Wednesday. What happened on Thursday? Matthew 27, look at verse 62. <clears throat> now the next day that followed the day of preparation, talking about Thursday now, the chief priests and Pharisees came together unto Pilate, saying, Sir, we remember that the deceiver said, while he was yet alive, after three days I will rise again. Command, therefore, that the sepulcher be made sure until the third day, lest his disciples come by night and steal him away and say unto the people, He is risen from the dead, so the last error shall be worse than the first. Now, no Jew is going to work on the 15th, but you have on Thursday, they're shoring up the tomb. We say it says uh, that the sepulchre be made sure. Well, that's not an archaic word. We use it all the time. Hey, we need to shore up that fence. And that's what they did on Thursday. They sealed up the tomb. What happened on the next day at 6 p.m.? So it's Thursday. When 6 p.m. hits, the next day would be Friday at 6 p.m. What happened? Nothing happened. Well, Christ is in the heart of Europe, earth, and that's what's going on. After Friday is what? Saturday. What is Saturday? That's the weekly Saturday. Okay? Exodus 16, the seventh day, which is the Sabbath. Exodus 31, the seventh is the Sabbath of rest, holy to the Lord. Deuteronomy 5, but the seventh day is the Sabbath of the Lord thy God. In it thou shalt do, not do any work. In other words, the Lord said, look, you can rest at it. So that's Saturday. Now, the resurrection of Christ is exactly how long? Three days and three nights. Three days he rose again. He'll rise up the third day. Either way you say it. It's 72 hours. Okay. Wednesday. He dies. By 6 p.m. He's in the tomb. That's on Wednesday. You've got 6 p.m. till Thursday. What's that? One day. 6 p.m. till Friday. What's that? 
students 6 p.m. till Saturday. What's that? Three days. 72 hours. If he was put in the grave right before 6 p.m., he died on Wednesday, right? Right before 6 p.m., the start of Thursday, right before that time, he had to have been put in the grave. 6 p.m. to Friday, one day. No, I'm sorry, we start over. 6 p.m. to Thursday, one day. 6 p.m. to Friday, two days. Right before 6 p.m. on Saturday. Because as soon as you hit 6, it's what? It's right before the start of Sunday. Christ rose from the grave. 72 hours. It's 6 p.m. Or it's 5.59. It's 5.59 on Saturday. You got one minute till Sunday. Because as soon as it hits 6 p.m., it's going to be Sunday. Christ rose from the grave. Saturday. According to the Jewish biblical account. Right before the clock hit 6 p.m. And that gives us 72 hours. Yeah, but what about, well, let's go to the what about. Go to Mark 16. Let me show you. We'll wrap this up. Threw a lot of information at you. Look at Mark 16. We read the Bible and we say we believe it, but we really don't read it. As it's written, we read it. We may read it as it's written, but we insert our thought into it. Watch what it says. And when the Sabbath was passed, when's the Sabbath that they're talking about here? Saturday was the Sabbath. That day has passed. So when Mark 16 starts off, we are in what day? Sunday. And watch what it says. Married Magdalene and Mary, the mother of James and Salome, had brought spice, sweet spices that they might come and anoint him. And watch this. And very early in the morning, the first day of the week, they came under the sepulcher at the rising of the sun. It doesn't say Jesus Christ rose at the rising of the sun, which is how we a lot of American Christianity reads this. It says, look, the Sabbath was passed. And in verse two, it says, look, we're on the first day of the week right now. What's the first day of the week? Well, it's not the Sabbath. That's Saturday. It is the first day of the week, Sunday. They did what? They came under the sepulcher at the rising of the sun. Now, if they came very early in the morning, Sunday would officially start at what? 6 p.m. Very early in the morning would be about 6 what? A.m. 
before you get to 6 a.m., you know what it is outside? Dark. <laughs> it's dark outside until what? That sun starts to do what? Rise. If our day starts at midnight when we're asleep, we get up and it's still dark out until what? The sun starts to rise. Hebrew days start at 6 p.m. Jesus rose from the grave Saturday right before 6 p.m. hit because when 6 p.m. hits, it's Sunday. Now it's darkened until that sun rises. And what you have is Mary Magdalene and Mary, mother of James, they're there. At the tomb, at the sepulcher, very early in the morning. Go to Luke 24. Luke 24. Watch what it says in verse number one. Now upon the first day of the week, very early in the morning. Same idea. They came into the sepulcher, bringing the spices which they had prepared and certain others with them. And they found the stone rolled away from the sepulcher. They entered in and found not the body of the Lord. All of this and the whole rest of the account. Look at it says in verse six. He is not here, but he is risen. Verse number seven, the end. And the third day rise again. And, and the rest of the account, all of that is happening on Sunday. But Christ didn't rise from the grave on Sunday. Because if he did, it would be four nights. Because as soon as it hits 6 p.m., you would be into Sunday, a fourth night. And it's three days and three nights. It's 72 hours. He was put in the grave before 6 p.m., the start of Thursday. Friday. Thursday, one day, Friday, two days, Saturday, right before Sunday hit, right before he rose from the grave. What you have in Luke 24 and in Matthew 16, all of that is happening. The first day, Sunday, all of that is happening. Jesus had already risen from the grave. He ain't there. That's why when they go, he's not there. He's not there. Go to John 20. Stay with me. I know this is a lot, but please stay with me. I know this isn't heavy preaching stuff. It's just heavy teaching. Look at John 20, verse number one. Okay. This is key because John helps to solidify some things. The first day of the week cometh Mary Magdalene early when it was yet what? Dark. The Hebrew day starts at 6 p.m. You said, Brother Jimmy, you kept saying, I know I need to keep saying. It started at 6 p.m. 7 p.m., 8 p.m., 9 p.m. All, it's all dark, 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 dark. 6 a.m., that sun starts to light. You get out there real early, it's going to be dark until it completely. We, 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 how many times have we woken up? We understand this. When it was yet dark under the sepulchre, and see if the stone taken away from. The sepulchre. A few more thoughts. We're going to close this out. 
Are you are you with me so far? Is this making sense? Okay. Why is this all important? Go to Matthew 28. Because you're going to like Matthew 28, watch this. In the end of the Sabbath, as it began to dawn toward the first day of the week, came Mary Magdalene and the other Mary to see the sepulcher. Behold, it was a great earthquake, for the angel of the Lord descended from heaven and came and rolled back the stone from the door and sat upon it. Christ rose from the grave at the end of the Sabbath. It was right before 6 p.m. and he's pointing us toward the first day of the week, which is why we worship on Sunday, the first day of the week. Christ rose right before that first day and he's pointing us toward that day. This idea that Christ died on a good Friday, it's just an absolute downright lie. Because the best you got out of good Friday to Sunday is a day and a half. Easter morning, that they call it, it was not resurrection morning. It wasn't. Because Christ arose in the evening. They got to the grave, for, they got to the tomb very early in the morning. Have y'all heard of these churches that do the sunrise services real early in the morning? Well, they get it out of Mark 60 and try to make it fit with something that shouldn't fit. But they are unknowingly, they don't know, they're unknowingly reenacting a pagan ritual of sun worship. Christ didn't rise very early in the morning. He rose at night. They're at the tomb very early. You know why they call it a sunrise service? It's in honor of the sun God, not the son of God, because that sun is rising. It's in honor of a risen sun, not in honor of the risen son of God. When do pagans celebrate Easter? Every year, when will they celebrate? It will always be the first Sunday after the first full moon that is after the spring equinox. You know when the spring equinox was? This year, March 20th, right before our Bible conference, March 20th was the spring equinox. You know when the first full moon is after the spring equinox? March 20th, the start, of, the start of spring. You know when the first full moon was after March 20th, the spring equinox? Tonight. And what's the first Sunday after the spring equinox? That's after the first full moon. That's after the spring equinox. It's this Sunday, March 20th, spring equinox. Tonight's the first full moon after that. And now Sunday 
That's how Easter falls every single year. That sun rising service. People are unknowingly reenacting a pagan ritual of sun worship. Pagan celebrations of the sun rising. If we need as Christians one day out of the year to celebrate and preach on the resurrection, I believe we need more help than one sermon can give us. The resurrection of Christ is the only thing that we are preaching because it's the only thing that makes the gospel complete. Christ died for our sins according to scripture, was buried in three days and three nights. He did what? Rose again. You've got no good news to share with anybody unless you are preaching a resurrection. Christ arose long before that son arose when they came to that tomb. And they gathered, but Christ had already rose from great. You know why? When it says, and upon the first day of the week when the disciples came together, in 1 Corinthians, when it says, upon the first day of the week, let every one of you lay by him in store as God has prospered him. Because he rose right before 6 p.m. in Matthew 28, pointing us toward the first day of the week. That's why we worship on the first day of the week, Sunday. Thank you for listening to the podcast ministry of Pilgrim Baptist Church. We look forward to seeing you in the next episode. In the meantime, you can sign up for our email newsletter at www.pilgrimbaptist.church.